the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are in your kitchen and your car, maybe in front of your computer watching me on be, uh, on Facebook Live at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM and 1090 AM. Thanks a lot uh, for tuning in. Today is Wisdom Wednesday. A lot going on in the news around the world, but our uh, topic for today is uh, the wisdom of facing accusation. The wisdom of facing accusation. Of course, there have been a lot of accusations flying around with the Me Too movement, with sexual misconduct, but there can be all kinds of accusations that are made against a male or a female. And so today I wanted to ask you, what is the wisest way to respond when being rightfully or wrongfully accused of misconduct? Uh, So if you're being accused of misconduct, uh, and and maybe you feel falsely or wrongly accused, how should you respond? And uh, how are you being rightly uh, accused, right? So somebody says something that is true uh, and it's come out. Now, how do you respond to that? So whether it's right or whether it's wrong, how does a believer respond when being accused and put on blast? I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And as a as a Wisdom Wednesday topic, I thought to myself, this may not be a bad opportunity for us to talk about this because some of you probably have uh, been accused before. Maybe you were accused of, of taking something from the office, or maybe you're accused and your character was uh, attacked because of a relationship or uh, something with regard to your parents or classmates. Who knows what the accusation is or was, but how are we uh, to handle accusation? Do you want to talk to me about that today? Let's kick it around. Uh, let me give you my phone number because. Uh, Some of you have it on speed dials. Others of you may be hearing me for the first time and you want to join the conversation. My number, live in studio, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. 
And uh, the way we roll normally is Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone and Fridays. So today is Wisdom Wednesday. Let's bow for a word of prayer, open up our phone lines, and have a conversation today about facing accusations. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the wisdom that we need whenever uh, people insult us or come against us or whether, Lord, we feel like we need to do that to others. Would you give us wisdom uh, to think about these matters? In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. Well, you know, yesterday on Tough Topic Tuesday, we talked about honorable protests. When there are protests, like the woman that was protesting and screaming in the elevator uh, toward uh, Senator Jeff Flake and uh, because he was going to vote for um, Judge Kavanaugh in the Supreme Court, and he still might, but he then changed his his mind. Instead of giving an immediate vote, uh, he said, let there be an FBI investigation for a week. Uh, well, maybe it was the women that were screaming and protesting in front of him that pricked his heart. Who knows? But that launched us into yesterday's topic of an honorable protest. What does that look like? But today, how about if you're the one on the other side who someone is saying you did something to them, you hurt them, or or maybe they, they uh, accuse you of, of gossip or slander or whatever it may be, uh, how do you think, uh, what is the wisest way to respond when accused of misconduct? So if you want to join the conversation, I'm going to give you the number once again. Here it is, and then I'm going right to the phone lines. 888-432-7434. We're going to kick the show off from uh, Laurel in Laurel, Maryland, with Roseanne, who's on the line. Hi, Roseanne. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm not good, but I'm hanging in there. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're hanging in there. How can I encourage you today? My husband um, had spoke with a friend of his after we had I had danced with a guy on Saturday night at a crab feast with a bunch of girls mm-hmm. and a lady from my body class. And... Um, we only did maybe two minutes of a song because he wanted to dance to this country song. Mm-hmm. And we were arm's length away. We weren't even touching. Our bodies weren't even touching. And then his friend called him up and told him that I was there dancing with this guy. And I have no clue what he said to him. Mm-hmm. But by the time I got home, he had already called my husband twice. And um, my husband was furious with me and didn't say anything until after church Sunday. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, I, I said, honey, I need to tell you something. I, I don't want you to think that I'm doing anything wrong when I'm not. And I told him that, you know, I did a half a dance, a country song with this guy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I know. And we're sitting at McDonald's after church. And he slaps me across the face, oh and then he punches me in the face, oh and no. he spits on me, and he calls me all these nasty, nasty names. Hmm. I opened up the door. He slowed down, pushed me out of the car, took my car, and left me there. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, when he punched me, my head hit the windshield, the, the Wednesday window, and I felt like I had a concussion. I felt lightheaded. Hmm. So I seen these police when I was... When I was um, 
on my way walking home, and I'd ask if I'd get help, and they said, no, call a friend. I'm like, mm. oh, God, give me strength, give me strength, give me strength, God, I didn't know what to do, and I had to think and think and think. Finally, I called a lady from Bible class, and she came right out. I went ahead and I filed a petition, but at this point, I don't know if I want to go back to him. I really don't think I should go back to him. I mean, he's that bad. I am so sorry to hear that. Well, I tell you what, this is... This is one of those phone calls where I need an extra couple of minutes uh, with you. So what I'm going to do is let me get through my commercial break. When I am go- when I come back, I'm going to ask you some strategic questions, Roseanne. We're talking about facing accusation. Roseanne has been punched, slapped, pushed out of a car from her husband. Let's deal with this when we get back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. smelly basement and let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate 500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly Textpiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Feel free to give me a call right now as that music is coming down. 888-432-7434 is my number live in studio. We're talking about the wisdom of facing accusations. What is the wisest way to respond when being rightfully or wrongfully accused of misconduct? I have on the line before the break uh, Roseanne from Laurel, Maryland, 
Roseanne's husband I got a phone call that she was dancing with another man at a country dance and uh, it made him angry and so after church uh, he uh, slapped her punched her kicked her out of the car uh, a church friend helped her uh, get to safety and now here are my questions to you Roseanne where are you staying I mean not an address but are you are you out of the house where your husband is are you staying with a friend or somewhere else I had him put out of the house. It's my house, not oh, his. Okay. How did you do that? I went to the police station and got a peace, uh, peace bond. Excellent. You did the right thing. And so did they come and get him out of the house or did he leave? Yes. Okay. And well, he left before they got here. Okay, good. But you told him, Hey, I'm calling the police. And so you need to get out. And so he left. Yes. Did they go find him uh, to press charges? No, he um, he took off to Pennsylvania, and then he came back yesterday, mm -hmm. came on my job, and um, my boss had to tell him to leave the property. He wasn't supposed to be there because I'm the boss. Okay. And he was working for me on occasion, mm -hmm. and the boss, he had called my boss and tried to slander me with him, and um, my boss said, hey, she's a manager. If you can't get along with her, you can't work there. So he backed me up 100%. God bless his heart. But when the but, um, when your husband came onto the premises, was he allowed to do that, or was the peace order saying that he nope. can't come within a certain amount of footage from you? That's correct. He's not supposed to come where I work at, where mm -hmm. I live at. And did you call the my... did they call the police on him for violating that peace order? No, he didn't have it. Mm -hmm. So I had given him a copy of it right then and there. Because they haven't been able to get them. Got it. Okay. You know, so I made a copy and I gave it to him and I said, you can't come home. You can't come to my work. You can't call me. You can't do anything. And he kept calling me, calling me. So finally I blocked his number. Right, right. The only thing. Mm -hmm. So now he's trying only, to trying to only, reach out to you, trying to reach out to you. And now you're blocking him. So what do you want now, Roseanne? I've been doing Bible study and everything. And in the Bible, it says that um, the only way that you should leave your husband is in adultery. Mm -hmm. I didn't commit adultery, and neither did he. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Is he is he uh, accusing you of adultery? He said that if I dance with him, I'd, I'd go to bed with him. But he used other words. So he, Yeah, so he was basically embarrassed. And felt like you were cheating on him, even though you weren't. And that sent him to a whole uh, different place. I get it. As a man, what he must have been thinking and going through, it's not right. But he turned on you in that moment. Let me ask you a couple other strategic questions. Prior to this, has he ever put his hands on you before in a violent way? About two years ago, he did. Uh-huh. So now we have history of physical violence. Is that right? Yes, sir. Have you called? Did you call the police the last time, or did you decide not to? No, I did. I, I got a peace order then, and he agreed to go to um, anger management and uh -huh. counseling. Uh -huh. He went to three three classes, or he went to three appointments, mm -hmm. and said that they weren't doing him any good. He doesn't want to put his stuff out in the out in the you know mm -hmm. out in the streets, and he wasn't doing it no more. And I said that's not going to help us. 
you All know, right. and he goes, oh, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. Yeah. And it just progressively got worse. Every time I turned around, he was yelling, hooting and hollering if I said something wrong. Right. If I, if I looked at a car, you're flirting with them. I mean, it was really getting bad. Yeah. But so, then this was. So what do you want? Do you still want to be with this man and try to fix this? Or do you want uh, freedom from this man? If, if God were to say it's okay for you to walk away, uh, would you do that? Or would you try to go back? No, if God were to say it's okay, I would I would be done with it. I would so be done. I understand. Okay, and how long have you guys been married? Two and a half years. You're kidding me. So it's only been two and a half years, and, no. t- and two years ago he put his hands on you violently. Yes, sir. Okay, so listen, I don't tell people what to do, but let me guide you toward what I think is the right answer, but at the end of the day you make the choice. First of all, you are right that the scripture gives us about two or three options for divorce. God doesn't like divorce. In fact, the scripture says he hates divorce. But because of the hardness of our hearts, whether in this case, the hardness of your spouse's heart, uh, there are a couple of options or open doors to uh, end the relationship. Um, Let me ask you another question before I give you those options. Your husband is a believer in Christ. Is that right? He says he is, but he doesn't act it. I can't. I can't say. I'm. I'm not here to judge. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Does he, he go? Says does, he does. Does he I go to know. church regularly? Well, he's been going with me, but he wasn't going before that. Uh huh. And does is he a member of the church? Like, does do you see him praising and worshiping? Does he pray? Does he read scripture? Does he talk about the Lord? Well, I got him a Bible about a month ago, and he started reading that, mm-hmm. and he was. He was meeting with the uh, pastor of the church mm-hmm. with me on Monday mornings. We would have counseling, mm-hmm. and then um, he was the, the pastor had some really bad hardship going on, and he has been able to meet with us for three weeks, mm-hmm. and it's been progressively getting worse. I can see. He hasn't been meeting with them. I can see. Well, listen, it sounds like you're doing all the right things. you got the peace order. You're asking God what you should do. Um, I would suggest that you remain separated from him and continue to be in a state of prayer, continue to keep him at arm's length. And unless uh, there's a third party, uh, like a spiritual leader or a counselor who calls you to say that, you know, he'd like to reconcile, uh, I would not meet with him without a third party professional. All right. And if there's a third party Uh professional, I would then want to talk to the professional to say um, there needs to be a pathway of a change of behavior over a period of time before I would even consider uh, reconciling with him. But I think for now you're in the right space. Stay in prayer. Stay separated. Uh, I'm not going to say go out and get a divorce or don't get a divorce, but let me give you some of the options. One, for adultery. We already know that. Uh, a second one is for abandonment. Now, First Corinthians uh, seven talks about uh, uh, abandonment, where if a if a non-believer wants to be away from you because of your faith in the Lord, uh, you can let them go without being bound to them. That's First Corinthians seven, and so in a way, some people uh, have said abuse is a way of abandonment. That's why I said two or three options. Two I can look for in the scripture, and that's adultery and abandonment. They both begin with an A. 
Now, some people throw in abuse, the third A, because they say if you are beating your spouse or if you are emotionally abusing your spouse, that is an aspect of abandonment. You are abandoning your covenant to love and to protect and to respect. So, therefore, that could be seen as abandonment. I'm not here to tell you uh, whether that's abandonment or not. What I'm here to tell you is that God doesn't desire you to be a whipping post. He doesn't desire you to uh, somehow just suck it up and go home and allow yourself to be abused by this man. I do know that God loves you and he desires to be with you in your pain and that the Holy Spirit will guide you. And so what I want you to do is just be in a posture where you're just listening to the Holy Spirit, you're praying, but uh, also you're being protected with the peace order. And the only way you will go back to have a, dis a, a conversation and a dialogue about getting back together one day with your spouse is if there is a professional third party that you sit down with and come up with a pathway with signs to show that he has changed. Without that, it would be reckless of me to tell you just go back go back home when things smooth over, your heart is softer, his heart is softer, y'all hear the romantic music, you, you make up, and then uh, you're fine again until the next time he hits you harder or even kills you. And that's how it progresses. And I don't mean to be melodramatic, but this is how it progresses with domestic violence. It starts off with verbal abuse. It turns into physical. Then they apologize. They get back together again. And it happens over and over again until finally it ends up half the time, not half the time, I don't know what the statistics are, but oftentimes it will end up in, in murder, sometimes his murder, sometimes her murder. So um, are you hearing what I'm saying, Roseanne? Is this helpful to you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I'm taking notes. Okay. Can I pray for you and with you even now? Yes, please. And I want to ask my listeners to join me if you guys would be so kind, wherever you are, whether you're in your car or at home, just join me in prayer right now for Roseanne. Dear Lord, we uh, lift up our sister Roseanne. We are feeling sorry that she's gone through uh, these accusations from her husband and the physical violence. We know she's only been married two and a half years, and it sounds like it's been very tumultuous. So we pray that through this prayer, she would feel the comfort of your Holy Spirit, that she would feel your presence even through the, the radio right now, even through the phone lines, Lord. May she feel your presence. May she feel your hug. May she know you'll never be violent with her. Be her husband in this situation. And then, Lord, we pray that you would reform her husband, change her husband, make him a man after God's own heart, and give him a, a new spirit so that she could see it so clearly that he would never raise his hand again to his wife or any other woman. Would you be so kind, Lord? We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. You're so very welcome. May the Lord be with you, Roseanne. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless you back. Let's continue to stay in prayer uh, for Roseanne and Laurel. Well, if you want to give me a call, my number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. 
All right, let's go to uh, to the road right now. On the road is Eileen. Hi, Eileen. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Um, all right, Dr. Anderson. This is the first time I've uh, called in, so it's nice to speak with you. No, oh, nice to and, see you. And um, I did pull over, so I'm driving where I'm not driving anymore. I'm parked. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, what, what's happening? You. I'm just going to delve right in. Um, in 2014, um, my daughter, ironically, like the previous caller, but wasn't true, um, charged me with domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. And it wound up just a very bad spiraling of my life in general. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to um, put into words, but I've been a single mother my whole life. Mm-hmm. My daughter at this point had my two beautiful grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had met a new guy or boyfriend and he was staying over more and more and on february 14th 2014 after about 10 days of taking care of my mother and father um i went home and my grandchildren had gone to their respective fathers and this other new boyfriend was there and i wanted them to leave i did drink too much i did lose my temper um and anyway the next thing you know um because of that um one of my sister's Called, I guess, social services to see if I wanted to talk to somebody. Uh oh. Hang on. Upset and Hang friends. on one second, Eileen. I got to run to the break, but I want you to hold on because I want to know what happened. You drink too much, and then we're going to find out what happened, and then we're going to try to help you out. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This is Steve Bennells, pastor of Capital Baptist Church in Annandale, Virginia. And I want to invite you to my new teaching series called Modern Family. The reality is modern family life is extremely complex, often dysfunctional, and very painful. Is there any hope? Yes, God has timeless wisdom for today's families. You're invited to attend this powerful series to discover how to have healthy relationships in whatever family situation, whether single, married, kids, empty nester, whatever. We're going to look at hot topics like purpose, busyness, singleness, marriage, technology, sexuality, hurt, communication, parenting, and finances. The Modern Family Series begins Sunday, October 7th, and you can attend at 815, 930, or 11 a.m. Capital Baptist Church is conveniently located right off the Beltway in Northern Virginia. For more information, go to welovechurch.org. That's welovechurch.org. How would you like to renovate your entire home without having to open your checkbook or liquidate your 401k? Hey, everyone, this is Brian. And this is Mike of Fellowship Home Loans. Get that kitchen you've always wanted. Renovate that master bedroom without going broke and create the dream house you've always wanted and actually make money while doing it. In some cases, you can actually have a six-month break in making your mortgage payment. As a direct lender, we will hold your hand through every step of the way and make your dream house a reality. If you want to find out more about whether or not you qualify for a 203k loan, call us today at 800-804-SAVE or visit fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-SAVE or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans, mortgage lending guided by Christian principles. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. 
The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop the collection actions and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you but don't delay it's important to act now while you still have options optima is a rated with the better business bureau optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients get your life back call now for your free consultation call 800-968-9022 800-968-9022 optima tax relief some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. And it's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Big shout out to all of you in the D.C. area, Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me. And remember, if you uh, need waterproofing, Best Buy waterproofing is the way to go. They'll take care of your building or your home when it comes to mold, mildew, or water. And if you're looking for some extra work, a few hundred extra dollars per week, remember the Student Shuttle Transportation Service for Children is looking for part-time drivers in the DMV area. They're a safe, reliable, and affordable transportation option for busy families. And if you're looking to earn extra cash, 21 years or older, a good driving record, and you own a vehicle that's a 2010 or newer, then please apply online, thestudentshuttle.com. Now, we're on the air, and we're um, with Eileen right now. And, Eileen, you were saying that your daughter uh, has accused you of being abusive, and there was a night when you probably drank too much. Now the grandkids are gone. Tell us what happened. Um, so basically, sir, um, you know, the same thing, I was served with a peace order. I left the premises peacefully. This was, the, and my grandchildren were not around when I served with the peace order. Okay. Um, but I think, um, well, a, a couple things before I get too off track. Um, when we went, you know, I got a court date. Um, I went and I got an alcohol evaluation and a psych evaluation. Okay. And I passed all those. Um, yeah. I said to my daughter at one point, um, between the time of February 14th and February 26th, when they served me with the papers, if you know, will you consider going to some type of counseling with me so that we can work out this family dynamic? Right. The, the bottom line is, so, well, let me tell you what happened. So on March, I think it was March 14th, we went to court and we tried to go to arbitration the day before, but it snowed. It was like the bad luck of the Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, we couldn't do the arbitration at court. I stood up and I. You know, um, I didn't want my, my daughter to look bad. When I first was writing up my rebuttal, I said 90% of it's false and everything else. But anyway, just the majority is false. Um, and what was know, the bottom line of the court? Is true. The bottom line of the court is that I was made to um, leave the house and the, um, permanently. And, gotcha. the, um, and what's your question now? For a year. Okay, I'm going to get to my question right in, in about two seconds. Um, my, my question or my point is, is two things, and this is why I thought – about the whole topic of accusation and how it can be so destroying to a person when it's not true. Yeah. Um, 
the problem is it's broken my heart. It was 2014, and my daughter, you know, was smart enough not to keep me from my grandchildren. And when I said smart enough from that, the, the peace order actually kept me out of my grandkids' school for a while, but then she got that part. But it's retracted. probably expired since we then, did, right? Oh, it's way expired. And, yeah. and, and we started communicating probably within about three months for the first six weeks we communicated through his sister. Right. But this also was the first time I'd ever put her on a lease with me. Sure. And I just think that um, the boyfriend was there. So you know, you don't want to live with your parents. Yeah. So where are you? Where are you now? With my daughter, my, my grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. What's What's the relationship um, right now? Because I know we only have a couple minutes left. But what's the relationship now, and okay. what are you hoping for? Okay. Here's the relationship now. My daughter. I've I've long forgiven my daughter, okay. but it still breaks my heart. There'll be days where I just cry. Yeah. I don't. Nobody knows I'm crying. I'm out in the garden, or I'm doing something. Understood. Or, um, and I think it's just that it's. It was so personal and that sure. instead of being a single mother my whole life. I um, understand. So you're just hurt. And I, and I feel like to some extent I want – I'm talking to everybody, so I'll try to hurt. Yeah. I want it to be like the story of Job, and I, and I have regrouped, and I did land on my feet, and I always land on my feet. Gotcha. But to me, it was so deceitful. So I don't know how to get mm-hmm. over over it. Did you? Well, let me ask you this. Have you sat down with a counselor to talk this through and work it through? So you could see what part you did uh, wrong, what part she's doing wrong, how you can build a bridge back to her. Because you need coping mechanisms because you're dealing with your hurt, your shame, your the things that you did do wrong. And, and yet at the same time, you want a good relationship with your daughter. Are you walking with a counselor? Um, no, not at this time. I was for a short time thereafter. Um, what do you think about that idea? Then I moved, so, okay, right, probably wouldn't be a bad idea to try to. Um, find a good person again, a good um, psychologist, et cetera, to speak with. And do you have health um, insurance? Do you have any search? Not at the current time. Uh huh. I am employed, but I do not have health insurance. Understood. Okay. Um, so there's a couple things uh, you can, um, if you wanted to, you know, call my church. I could give you the number, and we can maybe connect you with our counseling service. Uh, and they could refer you okay. to someone if you were interested in that. Would, is that something you might be interested in? Um, absolutely. Where's your church located? Um, yeah, so our church, is, our church is in Columbia, Maryland. And what I'll do is let okay. me just quote the phone number, and that way you can write it down. Okay. And just give them a call and say you're interested in, in counseling and let them handle you from there. Does that sound okay? Yeah, that sounds perfect. All right, and they'll point you in the right direction at least. Just call Bridgeway and tell them Dr. Anderson you talk to him on the radio. Here's the number. It's 410-992-5832. All right? It's 5832. And of course, my phone is running out of ink. It's Bridgeway. 992-5832. Yeah, so the number one more time is 410-992-5832. Five eight three two. Okay, I'll be able to make it out eventually. Yeah. Well, okay. Give, give and a then call. Is there any certain scripture that you can refer me to? Well, I think right now uh, I would refer you immediately to Philippians chapter four, verses four through eight. So, uh, Philippians chapter four, actually pick it up at verse six. And take it through verse 9, okay? So Philippians 4, 6 through 9. Hey, listen, Eileen, I've got to run, but thank you so much. And I'm coming back to all of you in just three minutes. I feel like taking chances. I feel a lot like 17.
asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Okay. They're outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. My phone lines are open, 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-43-BRIDGE, 888-432-7434. We have been talking about the wisdom of facing accusations. If you want to give me a call, my lines are open even now. I tell you, uh, they've been a couple of heavy phone calls, but this is the real stuff uh, we have to deal with even as we uh, struggle as believers to try to do what's right, what happens when wrong happens. We do wrong. Someone else does wrong. How are you supposed to respond to accusations? 
that's what we're talking about. My lines are open if you want to join the conversation. We still have about 10 or 15 minutes left, so uh, get in where you fit in right now. And um, here's the deal. Even with many of the accusations that have been made of politicians lately, including the Supreme Court uh, nominee, uh, Judge Kavanaugh, uh, is he responding the right way? Um, and and how should he respond? You know, if you feel like you're being falsely accused, uh, do you stand against that accusation? Uh, could he had did it a different way? Say, look, I know that I've uh, drank a lot in, in school, and it's possible that I may have done this. I, I don't remember it, don't recall it, don't think I do this sort of thing. But if it did happen, I do apologize you know, because clearly this woman, um, Dr. Ford, seems to be very credible uh, to me. Uh, and so would that have been a better way to handle it or no? Handle it the way he handled it. Deny it and uh, defy it. And that's what we saw with him. We saw not only denial, uh, which, again, if it's false in his mind, and then we saw defiance. But, uh, you know, this is a tough one, right, because you're dealing with people uh, – at least my listeners, many of you are believers in Jesus. And so even if as a believer in Christ, you know, how do you deal with with accusations and how if they are false or how if you believe that they're false or how if they're not false? You know, how do you deal with it? Have, have you ever had anyone accuse you of something uh, that was partially true uh, or uh, not true at all? Or it was true, but you were hoping to keep it uh, keep it uh Quiet. I mean, wh what do you do with that? So what an interesting topic, right? Well, if you want to kick it with me here, uh, my phone number once again is 888-432-7434. All right, you got that? Let's go on over to Bethesda, Maryland and talk to Aridia. Hi, Aridia. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, my angel. How you doing? I'm Thank do you for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking, that, um, listening to the grandma about her daughter and the children. Mm -hmm. And it's, this is uh, it's so serious because grandparents are special. Mm -hmm. My daughter had two kids, which they love grandma so much. So mm -hmm. one Sunday afternoon, my daughter accused me that I was spoiling her kids, her children. And if I keep doing that, she was going to stop me from seeing them. I was devastated. Mm. I went home crying, 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 crying. So, and I prayed, crying, and prayed. Mm -hmm. So about 11 o'clock in the afternoon, my daughter called me. Mm -hmm. She said, Mommy, I apologize for doing that to you, but you have to be in the same level with the kids as I am. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Because as you raised me, I also want to do, raise my children my way. Uh -huh. So I understood. She apologized, and we went together. But if she would not call me back, I, I, I feel like I was going, going to die. I was about to pack back home and go to the Dominican Republic and leave. Oh, wow. Was that painful? My, my, yes, my grandchildren are my life. I mean. Mm -hmm. did, it, did it feel good when she apologized? It's, it feels so good that the next day I didn't go to work. I went to her house. I hug her, and we cry together. And mm. I also apologize to her because I might be spoiling the kids mm -hmm. without knowing what I was doing. Right. Well, you know? here's the good news. You, you it sounds to me like you raised a good daughter, 
And uh, she, of, of course, was drawing a boundary, uh, which she's allowed to do because it's her child. And uh, she wants right. you to love her children. But at the same time, she probably wants to raise her children the way she wants to. She drew the boundary. So good for her. But the, also the good news is she realized how much she hurt you. And she came and apologized. Right, right, right. So it tells me that you raised a good daughter. And you love those. My, my daughter's awesome. Yeah, well, and, and love those grandchildren. But remember, they're still her children first. And don't cross that line. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's Thank a, you so much, Beth. It's a good lesson. And thanks for sharing that with us, Aridia, uh, from Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, listen, let me go keep moving while I have time. Let's go to Arlington, Virginia, and talk to Mohammed who's on the line. Hello, Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Hello, Dr. Anderson. Welcome. What's your comment or question today, sir? My question is, um, I just joined my wife in the U.S. Uh, like uh, seven months ago. Okay. From Germany. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, for my for my mom, for my joining her, like before when we are not together she she would she will go to germany to visit my english is not so good because i speak more german okay you know so, so um she never showed me a trick and we got married so now i join her here but there is no peace two days problems two days fight two days speed now my heart is uh, like uh, spo- almost spoiled. I think like divorce. Think like go back to Germany. Mm. And um, yeah, it's too much in the house. So. Oh, so it sounds like you you came over here, but there's a lot of fighting between you and your wife. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because yeah, I don't know if we never understand each other before we get married. That's right. You probably you didn't. Know. Did you do premarital counseling? No. Are you a, um, is your wife a Christian, Muhammad? Yeah, my wife, uh, both of us come from a Muslim background. Uh, she told me she converted long since ago. Me too, I converted 2015. To Christianity? Yeah. So you follow Jesus Christ. Are you guys a part of a church? Yeah, um, we go to our country church because we, uh, originally we come from Sierra Leone, yes. West Africa. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, me, I, I was having two, uh, trials for challenges in Germany in 2014. So that, uh, like, um, uh, my colleague led me to Christ there. Uh, uh, praise the Lord. So I, I'm, I'm asking you about your church because I wonder if you could sit with your pastor or with a spiritual leader in your church to talk about this to help you. Is that possible? I know we never talk to a pastor, but we have. Uh, I have one leader in the church from Ghana. Okay. Well, what do okay, th- this, this past Saturday? Let me give you this advice before I go to my commercial break. Talk to that spiritual leader from Ghana and ask him: Would it be appropriate for you to talk to the pastor or to talk to him about your private challenges with your marriage and to pray with you to help you get the wisdom you need? Can you do that? Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, my friend. Hey, God bless you. Thanks a lot for calling. I'm coming back in just three minutes to take a call from Centerville, Virginia. And a microphone. I was flipping over 33s, working on rhymes and melodies, searching for some more of you. 
What are you doing to enhance your marriage? We want to be on the same page. Even when it gets tough. And let's face it, marriage is an up and down. And protect your legacy. One of the greatest gifts that parents can give to their kids is a great marriage relationship. Family Life's Weekend to Remember. It was one of like the best weekends ever. We just want to soak in all this knowledge. It's fun. Immediate help for today. It really helped us. And hope for tomorrow. Because we were fighting all the time. We were struggling and we were looking for anything we could to help. I think there's a perfect balance of laughter and then those really serious moments. The Weekend to Remember is coming to the Holiday Inn Solomon's Conference Center November 9th. Don't think too hard, just do it because you're going to get something good out of this. Wow, this is really making a difference in our marriage. It's very helpful. So fan those romantic flames and take your marriage from good to great. Visit WeekendToRemember.com. This is Steve Reynolds, pastor of Capital Baptist Church in Annandale, Virginia. And I want to invite you to my new teaching series called Modern Family. The reality is modern family life is extremely complex, often dysfunctional, and very painful. Is there any hope? Yes, God has timeless wisdom for today's families. You're invited to attend this powerful series to discover how to have healthy relationships in whatever family situation, whether single, married, kids, empty nester, whatever. We're going to look at hot topics like purpose, busyness, singleness, marriage, technology, sexuality, hurt, communication, parenting, and finances. The Modern Family Series begins Sunday, October 7th, and you can attend at 8.15, 9.30, or 11 a.m. Capital Baptist Church is conveniently located right off the Beltway in Northern Virginia. For more information, go to welovechurch.org. That's welovechurch.org. Message and data rates may apply. Why do we spend so much time online? Because it's fun. Until you realize a lot of that time is spent watching other people live their dreams. But there's one place online where every moment takes you closer to living your dreams. Coursera. Your path to thousands of online courses from many of the best schools around the world. Join Coursera for free by texting CLASS to 250-250. With one text message, you can start courses that will give you new skills to advance your career, like leadership development, communication, machine learning, decision making, or web design. Coursera makes it possible for anyone to gain access to great courses and master's degrees. And with over 35 million learners, Coursera has become the world's campus of online learners. Time online can be more than fun. With Coursera, it's rewarding. Live your dreams. Join Coursera for free by texting CLASS to 250-250. Coursera, your course to success. Text C-L-A-S-S to 250-250. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. 
And I want to thank you for all of your support, your friendship, and your prayers. If you want to give me a call tomorrow, don't forget the number's the same, same station, same time. Uh, 888-432-7434. Put it in your speed dial. Lock it in now so you don't have to depend on me uh, saying the number one more time before you call. You can also download my app, Gracism. Gracism. And you download the app and you'll be able to see right at the bottom a little phone icon. You push that and it calls the show as well. So some easy ways to get a hold of me. Well, we've been talking about facing accusations. Before the show ends, let's take one final call from Carol, who's in Centerville, Virginia. Hi, Carol. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Carol, are you there? Going once? Going twice? I'm so sorry, Carol. I can hear that your phone is open, but maybe you have me on mute or just forgot about me. So uh, we'll have to call and talk to you. You'll have to call us and talk to us another time. We've been learning today just uh, the idea of accusations. Can, it can really break your heart. It can break your spirit. It can, uh, it can break the heart of the person who's accusing you because maybe you did something you shouldn't have done. Well, listen, if, um, if you've hurt someone, you can say that you're sorry. You can admit that you've hurt them. You can own your piece of it. They've got to own their piece of it, too, depending on whether it's a fight or an argument. We all get into those. But there are times that people are just upset and they make accusations that are not accurate. Even if they believe that they're accurate, they're not accurate. And then you become the victim of somebody else's story. Well, just know that uh, 1 Peter 3, 9 says, Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing." Because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. So God wants you uh, not to return evil for evil. And in verse 16 of that same passage, 1 Peter chapter 3, it says, Keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. So it is true that you could actually be having good behavior and people will maliciously speak against you why maybe out of fear maybe out of jealousy who knows why they're doing it but they're doing it and i know it hurts but guess what don't treat them the way they treat you you treat them the way god has treated you he extends grace to you and you extend grace to others because of his grace he's extended to you and all of god's people said amen and amen. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you that you who was falsely accused still took on the sins of the world. Help us, Lord, to know how to deal with accusations, whether they're right or whether they're wrong. Help us to know how to do it in a way that honors you. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together everyone said, amen and amen. Children. And don't let them fall by the side of the road. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.